Good, good morning. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> hey, guys. Hello. But you did it. That started us. Yeah. It's We're in ready. The, brought it back, awake. Though. Coffee break. You did bring it back. Coffee break, guys. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple episodes today uh, in one session. We're going to try to just combine a bunch since we're ahead on the recordings. Um, episodes 20 through 22. Boom. We've kind of grouped these together. It's uh, the party entering West Lahine, meeting Samantha Crown, learning the core tenets of the group, <laughs> getting mm. their uniforms by any means necessary, following through the city, seeing some uh, chimneys being uh, really nice chimneys, coming to a house, meeting dwarves, very friendly, hospitable dwarves, put us up for the night to keep us away from the aberrations flying above. <laughs> kind of anti-halfling for some reason. Maybe we'll get into that. Um, we wake up. We leave the dwarves' house. They sharpen our tools. We meet some automatons on the way to the grotto where we were headed to go see the remnant. Um, meet some automatons or building chimneys. We go into the... We find we hear a kid screaming. That's what it was. We hear a kid screaming. We chase him down. He's getting attacked by aberrations. We fight the aberrations. We slit his throat. Murder the child. Um, he deserved it. Big dragon thing <laughs> flies. <laughs> the big dragon thing flies in again. We all freak out. Kid jumps in the well. Says, hey, I'll come in the well. And we're like, all right, kid. We'll come in the well. Seven turns later, we jump in the well. At, at some <laughs> point, we jump in the well. Um Go through the well system to the grotto, meet the remnant. Uh, Kaladin encounters some elves. Him and Finn have a conversation with those while Erdo meets a uh, Aramistian. Aramistian named Chuck or Chuck, Charles or Chester, Chester, or Chester. It's a C-H word name. I think Cheddar. it's charcuterie. The mm, guy that created the right. names isn't here yet, so we're just going to go with what we remember. <laughs> I think you're right. Charcuterie. Charcut what did you say? Charcuterie. Charcuterie? Yeah, I mm -hmm. think so. Yeah. Big ham and cheese guy. Charcuterist. Yeah. Right, Finn? It's yeah, charcuterist or charcuterie, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah we have a conversation in. Ooh, charcoal. No, it was charcuterie. <laughs> yeah, at charcuterie, I think. I think that's it, yeah. And then we hang out in the grotto. Take a long rest. All right, let's get into it. Man. So there was a lot of buildup. Of Wesselheim, I think for Kaladin, right? Like yeah. that was something you were looking forward to for a long time, and yeah, then we this, finally reached it. Yeah, this whole thing is like a like a culmination for both Kaladin as a character and me as a player. I remember, I remember a long time ago, uh, you, me calling you, Joshua, calling Campla on the phone, and saying uh, back in I don't know it was episode six maybe six or seven so the whole thing after episode one started with Thalanil and we had uh, and you called me and you said what was that guy's name what again? was his, what was his yeah. name again <laughs> uh Thaldu Thanos um, Thanos and I I said man I'm really as a player because I'm new to D&D &D, so like as a player I'm just really uncomfortable with everything centering around Kaladin um it makes me feel like you know every decision I make affects everyone else, and I don't want to make the wrong decision, right? It was like this moment where I just I just didn't know how how are you supposed to like process that, and so 
essentially there was like a moment where I kind of backed off. I was like grateful the storyline shifted a little bit to you, you know, to Finn, to Finn. Hmm. And then I, uh, once we started moving towards Wesselheim, I was like, Nope, we're here. Like we're doing this. Like I'm going, I am going to find these answers and then we can move on. Mm -hmm. Like, so this is like, finally we're here. We're going to, we'll see how it goes. So, yeah, for sure. I, I was really like, I knew we were going into a fallen city. I didn't know how Anthony was going to do that. You know, how he's going to do it. Like this is the biggest city in the realm, his main, the capital of like everything and it's fallen. So how fallen is it? And, and here yeah. we have the horse castrations and, mm -hmm. and the anacrown and, and uh, <laughs> mean guards trying to get us. And yeah. You know, basil, Wait. basil starting fights. Oh. Pickpocketing. Uh, random druids, burning bodies. I like, mean, that, that first interaction yeah. with us was pretty crazy though, right? We walk right into the city, ruined city. This other group encounters Kaladin. Which is like the group saying, you know, we are the authority, mm -hmm. saying kept, it to me. Kept saying like pretty boy. And that, <laughs> as a player, that like part of what was happening was I want to put swords through this dude's eye. <laughs> but I don't know how that affects the party negatively. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to put the party in a bad situation. So that's why I turned and talked to the party. You know what I mean? Like Calvin was like. Because I was just like, I don't want to piss people off here. Like, I don't know what we what would put us in. It's like, let's make sure we're all on board with. And then they fired at us. Yeah, I remember one of the things, like Thalano warned us to stay away from the Anacrown. And then between sessions, I realized what the Anacrown probably was just because of Anacrown against the Crown. I was like, oh, Erdo might like these people. Mm -hmm. I think I was talking to you, Derek, right? And mm -hmm. I was saying Erdo might want to join up with the Anacrown because they're against Wesselheim. <laughs> Erdo is not keen on the Wesleyanian culture right now. And I legitimately wanted to know the core tenets of the underground to, <laughs> I was like, maybe Erdo will uh, not bend the knee, but make an alliance or something like that. And now they're just jerks. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think there's something, I guess it was probably the, everything about the, how Wesleyan was described and stuff, the emotional state of Caledon at the time. But like, the city's overrun and we just walk right through the front gate front mm -hmm. gates mm -hmm. probably not the most strategic was, entrance into the it was fallen pretty, city it was pretty dumb it was pretty dumb hey y'all we're here hey guys um <laughs> can you point us into the castle which way and <laughs> what are you here for and we all just look at each other uh <laughs> haven't thought it through yet pleasure no, just just here pleasure tourism <laughs> what, what did we say we're a touring we're tourists you said here to yeah. see the sights. Yeah. What are you? What are you touring? Business or pleasure? <laughs> pleasure. Where can we go? Where to, can I get? Where pleasure? can I get pleasure? <laughs> where can I go to get pleasured? <laughs> oh yeah. my god! Apparently, the dwarves are where you go when oh. you're seeking pleasure. We had oh. a nice little torture scene there. Yeah. What do you think? What did you think of that, Derek? Going, yeah, I, was, going I mean, I, lo I love when he, like true Kaladin comes out. So in that moment, like cutting off fingers and stabby stabby is like, yeah, there's there's Kaladin. And the other moments, it's like, no, we don't kill people. I'm like, wait a second. I've seen other other parts of you that do this. So like, I really liked and getting the information, but using the nub nub was fun. Kaladin has no problem killing his enemies that try to kill him. The thrill. Yeah. The thrill. The thrill. Yeah. 
when when he starts seeing red. That was I had to take Erdo out of the room. I was like, I don't know if Erdo is okay with it. He's complicit with it, but I don't know if he's going to participate. So that's when I did the jacket and left. Yeah, Finn was just off looking for doors to go in. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he found a couple nice ones. It was just the door, though. The wall wasn't there anymore. I think Basil came through really big in that scene with this um, detect thoughts. Yeah. It was extremely helpful Yeah, um, to draw out the information that Anthony wasn't wasn't giving sharing us at us all. all. I was like, how many fingers is this guy getting? Fingers off, cutting out. arms off, like, <laughs> shoving nubs in his mouth. I'm like, like, I'm not, I'm not telling you anything. He was trained very tra- well. You're, you're just Your training with, soldiers are just trained so well. And that's I <laughs> that's on be. you. Can't be. That's on you. <laughs> Can so. you imagine how little information Kaladin will give if he ever gets captured? That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tom, Tom saying everything. I don't have to worry about <laughs> leaving the party. Yeah. <laughs> he's one of the ones yeah that was I think that was one of the first times Detect Thoughts actually did something for me like I've tried to use it before and it was just like ah, I could have done I, I didn't have to waste the time of no. <laughs> casting that for sure helped out no that was cool and we had that crazy scene where half of us were crazy and half of us were yes. bewildered guards that, that was attacking hilarious. the one yeah. guy just <laughs> showing up to the front gate because it screams that was so funny <laughs> Hey, he's over here. Help, help. Yeah, that was Finn that came in with the assassin shot to yeah. the back. Yeah. Lined it up, did shot him. Big damage description. You did a great highest job, da- Scott. Highest yeah. damage ever, right? The description was so good, though. He's like, all right, you, you comes by and you line him up and you just pull the arrow and you just hit a perfect shot right into his calf. <laughs> <laughs> That's, right where you were aiming. Was it really? A, was it an assassin it. shot that hit? Yeah. And he said it went to his cap. <laughs> it was the assassin feet. So like, yeah, he just put all the damage on him. I just rolled a shit ton of ones for Scott when I did that. But it was like 14 dice over here I was rolling. And he's like, yeah, you hit him right in the calf. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now Scott's Achilles is yeah, yeah. He's oh. hurt. Oh, oh, oh man. Oh. Brought it to real life. <laughs> Yikes. Jeez. Jeez. He becomes real. <laughs> that's what happened that that is what happened that scene and then <laughs> it happened in real life and then it happened in real life <laughs> just playing ball and get somebody shot you in the achilles i need to get <laughs> i need to get him to give me a lot of money in this game <laughs> <laughs> see how that goes but yeah then we chase that guy around I'm really glad I wasn't standing in the water when I cast, because I'd cast Witch Bolt essentially for the first time, which is electricity. And I almost walked into the water and cast it. And I was like, that probably wouldn't have ended up well. But, well, yeah. we, 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 killed, we killed all of them, right? I don't yeah, think we haven't met survivors. any other crown mm-hmm. other than later in the session. We meet some that we don't kill. But up to this point, we see Anna Crown, you kill Anna Crown. Yeah. See him, you kill him. They tried to kill us. We were good at first. That's true. They, we were fine. We were trying to talk to him, and then they shot at us. Get our bearings. Yeah, well, we stole from him. Well, what do we steal from? Him? Basil stole from him. Basil stole yeah. stole his money. Yeah, I did. I did. The unseen servant picked his pocket, and he was like, "That's enough. That's it. <laughs> you tourist, pretty boy." And then he shot us. Which I don't know how he knew it was us. It's just money floating around. It's all his training. It's all yeah, the Westlandian training. That's like the first thing they do in Westlandian training, level one. Learn about unseen servants. Unseen mm-hmm. servants and 
holding your tongue. Given, given how much Wesselheim loves magic. <laughs> yeah. That's why they had it raining at the time. That makes sense. Yeah. So we control leave, the weather. We leave that area, and we head towards... Um, well, we're headed towards the castle. We hear some horse deeper castration into deeper yeah. in the city. Yeah. We did then, spend some time trying to plan out how we were going to move through the city, though. Mm-hmm. And Whether we didn't we were gonna actually end up doing any, any of that. No. Like, <laughs> that's, no, no. that's the nature of our group. We talk about what we're going to do. Talk about a plan. That's really just to throw Anthony off. Come up with three plans so, so, he, so he doesn't he know what we're going to do. What we're going to do. And then we just do <laughs> the most obvious thing of walking down the street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dressed as guards. Let's walk through the front door. With the halfling tied Let's up. Let's walk down the main street. I guess we did that. We tied you up. <laughs> yeah, I was tied up. I mean, the real benefit of that is that we tied Basil up. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to tie him up in a very kinky sort of way. And then just kind of got to chill in that position for a while. That tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love when we come up with these plans, though. And we're like, all right, we're, we, I think we figured it out. We're all going to wear uniforms. We're going to have Basil as a prisoner. I think we're all on board with it. And then Anthony DM is like, do you allow them to tie you up? And I'm like, oh, fuck, it's all going to fall apart. (laughs) Thomas is going to say no. Give me the option. (laughs) Basil's not against a little bondage. so That's good to know. (laughs) Noted. (laughs) Noted. Noted. Oh, then I don't know. I feel like the chimney thing was described very specifically. Like so specifically that ended up not mattering at not all. Not mattering whatsoever. <laughs> I think it was just flavor for the city. Yeah. Like the horse. And yeah, we we thought it was too important. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then those this the fun dwarves. What a great group of individuals. Yeah, we almost didn't go in the dwarf house. They were great guys. Mm. We almost yeah. moved on. Yeah, we Oh, yeah, because they were giving you a bunch of issues at the... They weren't letting you in. Well, no, even before that, it was just like, do we we were, do sure. we talk to the dwarfs and see if they can help us out, or do we just keep moving get to the castle as quick as possible? Mm. Oh, yeah, Kind yeah. of the thought, yeah. Yeah. So we did go in. Dwarven hospitality. Dwarven hospitality. Yeah. That's something. A house made of chimneys. That was so good. <laughs> that was so funny. Oh. Probably the funniest scene in the campaign one of the funniest scenes in the campaign yeah, for like me. We've had some funny ones. <laughs> but, uh, was the door just grabbing the bagpipe and throwing it in the fire? <laughs> yeah, uh, Thomas, talk about that a little bit. God. Well, so we at the time we were talking about trying to they they have obsidian. We wanted obsidian. I think what Erdo Erdo wanted. Yeah, obsidian. I don't know why we wanted. Obsidian. Um, we'll we'll get that here in a second, and then so Basil's like, okay, how can I be helpful here? They don't like music. They don't like pers- They don't like me like going off. So I'll just br- start taking out my stuff to say like, are you interested in anything? And then I'll, the guy just grabs his favorite possession, which is his bagpipes from his grandfather, and chucks them in the fire. I'll remember, he also took Erdo's quill. And just broke and it. broke it. And just snapped it. Yeah, those like, guys weren't friendly at all. I was like, ba- so Basil in his head, a- after we just met, well, not, I mean, we met dicks, Anacron soldiers, and now all said Anacron soldiers are dead. So Basil's is like, fuck these guys. Like, I, uh, I think I, I said, like, I catch, I cast Witchbolt at like fourth level. And then you Anthony was that. like, do you, do you? Um, and I, I can't. Someone in the group said something like, "Oh, that's when they oh no, your stuff Camp Campla did control flames yeah. with um, once the lyre got thrown in, 
because both like essentially if both my musical instruments are burnt and in the fire i can no longer cast spells so well dude you know i had some swords in my bag and a bow so i would have in theory tossed the bow to blake but nubs over here wouldn't have been able to use it. I would have caught it. <laughs> I definitely would have caught it. And then said, can't do nothing with that. Tossed it in the fire. So we <laughs> tossed it in the fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think uh, Anthony, yeah, he said prior that uh, the whole dwarves hating halfling thing just came to him on the fly. Mm-hmm. It was like, these are just like dwarves that do what they need to do to get by. It's really matter of fact. And then there's halflings that are like all, oh, what do you call them? Friffy, fr- happy, enjoy life. Yeah, yeah, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> so there'd be, there'd be was, conflict. Uh, that was one of the questions Wolf, Wolfpack had. It was just like, what was this? Poking fun at Thomas? Po- like trying to get along? under Thomas's skin? Or was this something intentionally with the dwarves? I was like, yes. <laughs> all of those oh. things? I think it was all of those Yeah, things. so we ended the session going to bed. Thomas super angry about his bagpipes. And then we had me and Joshua egging Thomas on to try to fight the door, saying he won't fight the door. <laughs> he won't do There's it. There's no way he's going to fight no, the door. He's not going to do it. Not a, not a chance in the world he yeah. fights the no, door. No chance. No chance he fights the He's like, if you keep saying I'm not going to fight him, I'm definitely going to fight gonna him. I'm going to fight the dwarves. I was like, <laughs> okay. It's super whatever. easy to just poke these buttons. <laughs> <laughs> this is so true. Anthony pokes him a little bit in the game, and then basically Thomas has to endure an entire week of <laughs> Derek and I <laughs> poking at him. <laughs> oh, what a joy. Yeah. <laughs> that was something. Yeah. Hey, side note, and if you are on our Discord, there is a spoilers channel where you can ask us about like these specific episodes. Yeah. Um, and you got some, Derek actually sent some screenshots of that the conversation yeah. that we had and like them kind of like poking, poking the fun. It was, it was funny. Uh, <laughs> but it's a good time. No way. No what, way he does it. What was the, um, I guess, what made Obsidian so interesting to Erdo? Oh, I think we had. I finally got um, uh, what meld stone, so I could actually manipulate stone. I wanted to use that as a weapon, and it was something that we had learned that the fire from the aberration monster couldn't really harm. Was the obsidian? So I said that would be a great thing for Odo's shield. That would be a great thing if I could actually manipulate the stone into different weapons, into different things. I could make an arrow, give it to Blake. I could suddenly make a sword, give it to Cal. Like, a, depending on the need, we could change it, reuse it, change it, reuse it, change it, reuse it. That's cool. So, and then immediately put it on my shield, and that was that's dope. Nice. That's that's what I wanted it for. Yeah. So I thought it was cool. I like that. He and then make, Erdo doesn't get into a dagger for you. <laughs> stabby, stabby. A, a little halfling sword. <laughs> <laughs> A halfling long sword, if you will. (laughs) Yeah, that bartering session was fun. Oh, gosh. That was something. something. Well, we ended up finally getting I didn't understand what was happening half the time. I was just like, why that and not that? Like, what? Well, how about this? I get the things that he liked, like the practical stuff that he could use. But it was always like, all right, one more thing, and I'll give you the obsidian. And they're like, all right, here's one thing. He's like, okay, that's good. One more thing. And then you you start losing your mind. You're like, no, fuck this. We're done. We're done. You said one more thing. I gave you one more thing. We're done. 
And so then I got fed up. I started smoking a cigar. He's like, no, 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 cigar, cigar. I was like, no, fuck you, dude. You're going to mess with us. We're going to mess with you. And then we finally had to give him the Aqua Stones because those are useless. Never use those. <laughs> That's true. Not 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 four episodes yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> but we need those. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we, we, we ended up getting Obsidian from... I, I well, we got rid of a couple of random things that people just either weren't using or old weapons or things like that. Um, I cleaned ba- up my inventory pretty good. <laughs> Basil found out that their door had more than one lock on it. So cast knock and yep, one of those locks is undone. Tight, yeah. tight, 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 tight. Even even when I was cool, 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 cool. I was still invisible <laughs> and they passed all our gear back out. And then I try to get, I like, I won the strength check, which was shocking. Um, and then I try to get out and I get one of the locks and I'm like, okay, screw this. I'm just going to dimension door out. <laughs> that saved you right there. Yeah. I think you probably would have died. That would, that also was one of my favorite scenes in the episode was Thomas going invisible, going downstairs, <laughs> watching what they were doing, realizing that they were telling the truth the whole time, <laughs> coming upstairs, coming back from being invisible to being seen saying, Ha ha! How about security now, motherfucker? But because you guys are doing what you said you were doing, it's all good. <laughs> you're lucky you're doing what you said you were doing. You're lucky you were telling us the truth, you fucking dwarves. Yep. yep. All right. Roll initiative. And we. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! And then we, but we basically were, we walk through the city. We kind of meet up with the or. We come upon the Furbolg. No, the automatons. The automatons were. Oh, the automaton chimney. Which, dude, nothing really happens there. We just find out, and Kaladin knows some stuff. It was really just flavor of the city, just yep. like Erno yeah. said. It was what it seemed like. Got I to mean, play with a cool channel on the board. Yeah. We come on the Furbolg, burning the bodies, talk to him. Kaladin gives Berg's staff back and the stone, which created like a good bond there. And it was kind of like a good closing loop for my second character's death. Uh, <laughs> that was, that was, an, I thought that was a cool like story end. Uh, and then we end up fighting this for these aberrations again with this kid jumping in a well. You hear the kid chase yeah. him down. I was, I was, I think I was a little surprised because, um, and this is, I just think, is mechanics. I don't know. The intention at first was to shoot, and fighters have superiority die, which they could do maneuvers. One shoot of those shoot man- the kid? Is that what you're saying? No. It's, uh, <laughs> yes. so the aberration chasing the kid, right? Yeah. One of the maneuvers is trip. So you could shoot in any any target you hit. So trip the kid. Not the kid. Nice. The aberration. <laughs> Give the aberration So advantage. I hit the aberration, and it does trip him. And it puts us in initiative order mm-hmm. instead of letting the kid just run away, mm-hmm. which is what I wanted. I wanted to trip the aberration, let the kid run away, because that, you know, in my head, you trip him, the kid gets a good distance. Mm-hmm. But it never happened. Like, the aberration did get tripped, but then we went in initiative order on the battle map. And maybe part of that is just like, yeah, if the kid gets away, then there's, I planned this encounter. <laughs> we got to do the encounter. I think it gave, it did give the kid time to like open the well. And then I, I don't know how many rounds it took for him to jump in. I think it was pretty relatively immediate, mm. but. Um, yeah, maybe. We had to fight fear 
Yeah. To get to the well, because the well, the creature was betwixt us in the well. <laughs> minus two wisdom save is real difficult. Yeah. Even if you have advantage on saves against fright. Yeah. <laughs> but well, yeah, I think like I, I feel like Anthony would be upset if we didn't talk more about the furball burning the bodies and like the passing on of uh, Thomas's old ass character. Yeah, <laughs> um, that was just a really cool scene. It was um, a cool scene, and I think it did close up that story arc for for you. I mean, how, what do you? How did you? Did you like that? Did you? I mean, we as players kind of moved on quick past it. Like we're, Calden walks up and gives him the stuff, and he's like, "All right, cool, sounds good. We're on our way now." And then Basil even goes back to talk to the guy. To <laughs> I feel like that was more of a you trying to get more answers or questions answered about the druid that you didn't care for? Uh, yeah, what were you trying to do there? I don't but no, part part of it was yeah, obviously Thomas being like, yes, this is a cool close to my character, Iceberg. But uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, I think also... Basil is trying, like, he's in this kind of discovery period of trying to be supportive in this group with magic, but he's not, he's recognizing that he's not as supportive as he could be. And so when he sees other people who could either help the group or have some sort of like power magically, and he felt like with like all of a sudden snow falling and all this different stuff that this guy was doing, like, this is a good intention creature who is probably super powerful. Let me go just make sure that he knows that we're on the same side mm-hmm. as him. Mm-hmm. And if he has some greater outcome, make sure that we're doing that greater outcome. Um, and I just, it was more of like a point of clarification that Basil was saying, because Kaladin had kind of been like, I told him to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Cause like I could tell Thomas wants to engage this scene because this is, a furbolg and Thomas it's like close for Thomas's previous character but it didn't seem to make sense in the moment and so like for Basil to jump in and but so I also think like Thomas is like very quick on the mic so anytime there's a gap in time where Anthony asks a question Thomas is usually the first person to jump in with an answer and like the furbolg asked what are you guys doing here or whatever he asked and I feel like you restrained yourself a little bit and I think you answered with like a facial expression to Anthony, and then you answered the question, and you're like, "Shut up, Tom! Shut up, Basil! I got this." I was thinking of an answer. I think I was the. I don't remember what it was, but it was basically the moment had become. We realized the moment had. It's going to become solemn, mm-hmm. like that. I think that was like understood, and then Basil jumping in with the halfling. Just his like, voice is not solid. Hey, uh, 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 you know, it's like, hey, we're we're here, we're, and and me realizing the depth or gravity, Kaladin realizing the depth or gravity because I fought with, you know, his compatriot, the the other Furbolg. It was like Kaladin's like, dude, not for you. This, you know, this uh, this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And that's a hard tension though for you because it's like your new character, but then it's actually a closeout for Thomas's character. 
yeah and the, i think the the whole thing with thomas playing that like so i shut up when i let the whole scene kind of yeah, play yeah. out you as, did do good by the way like you did actually, for sure like, for sure um the, let, let it whole play out and great. then <laughs> i, I yeah, wanted to add in the yeah. piece <laughs> i wanted to add in the piece with because it hasn't necessarily come out in like role play conversation but basil's like trying to become more powerful magically and learning and learn about that stuff um and him and essentially gain allies because uh, any support magic caster or creature knows that having powerful allies is going to be a key important both for from a knowledge standpoint and from a just in general keeping our party alive as these aberrations keep getting more powerful and harder um so hey (laughs) oh and i think that that was the that was the big piece with basil kind of running in and just having that conversation at the end uh is hey this is obviously a powerful furbolg that i've never met before he's a lot taller than me um and seemingly more powerful magically than me let's make sure that he knows we're on the same side as him um but yeah that was a it was a it was a cool wrap up um then the the battle was seen like seemed like we were winning and then that big thing showed up and we were clearly not winning um <laughs> and then we yeah got, that was that was fun we were trying to pull the boy like hey come on come on we gotta hide we gotta hide the big dragon like, thing he's like no dog no, you idiots you just gotta get in the well <laughs> like, let's get in the well yeah um yeah, I mean, we kind of already talked about the the battle piece, but mm-hmm. the, the, the there was a weird part with like us trying to get into the well, where I, I think Blake was trying to jump in, mm-hmm. and I don't know who was was Kaladin on bottom or top. I, or I think there was a miscommunic. I think we talked about this right. There was a miscommunication about the setup. So I'm thinking like a a pretty big well mm-hmm. that could fit multiple people. Um, because he said it was like 10 feet or something like that. Like he, uh, or five feet. He said it was five, five feet. feet. Yeah. But five feet, that's a pretty, that's wide enough well. It's the size of our table. Yeah. yeah. So if you can imagine like I'm in a corner and I'm trying to stay up, like dexterously stay up. He jumps in. I'm like, yeah, he just passes, he just passes right by me. And then he plays it as if he's like right on top of me. Mm-hmm. And then so I'm thinking... Yeah, he he asked, do, do you want to try to stay up? I'm like, yeah, of course I want to try to stay up. And then I didn't realize until later, like in the moment when we're rolling up, he's like, roll a strength turn. I was like, okay. Yeah, I didn't actually. I hated that moment. I, I didn't it. realize what was happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just rolled. And like, he's trying to like. We had to roll opposing strength checks. For this. <laughs> like, Great. The guy that just bit my arm off. He's coming to get us again. I'm trying to get the fuck out of there. We're going to jump in the safe place. And Calvin's like, No. So then I'm like looking up at the dragon thing, like fuck, here no. we go. I'm, yeah, no. I'm a meat shield now for you. <laughs> Great. Yeah, but that just wasn't that wasn't the intention. I, you know, it's five feet. I just figured you'd fall down. I don't know why I, it, he was on top of me. It's like out of the whole five feet, well, that one corner held to both of us. <laughs> that was the that was the downside of the well. There's an upside and downside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what. <laughs> Was Erdo worried at all when he was like just in? I feel like there was one point when you were like by yourself. Oh, absolutely. I think <laughs> everybody got in except for Basil and Erdo. And I I had kind of resolved as a player, I want Erdo to be the last one 
in to make sure everyone else is safe. Just that way if anybody goes, because if anybody goes down, that's it. There's no healer. There's no anything. And then I think Basil was still out. Mm -hmm. So I said, like, well, I need to make sure that he goes in. So I was kind of floating around close to the well, but I didn't quite want to run into it yet. So Yeah, you didn't initially run straight. to. You could have gotten in the well. There, there was a, but you stopped and did you, an action instead of just. You did an dash. action instead of dash. Yeah. The, so the reasoning for that was. Please do tell. <laughs> no, the, re the reason for that was because because Erdo was like his. I feel like his movement was so far away that he wouldn't have been able to make it to the well in that, a round. That first, that first round, mm -hmm. yeah, I couldn't. And so Basil wanted to stop and make sure, like, basically catch wit. I think he cast witch bolt. I can't remember, but. Um, and make sure that he was up because I was in distance. I wasn't expecting f to have to do a f uh, what you call it, the save and be frightened, um, which did happen. <laughs> but hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, I mean, the, we had hindsight. That monster came before. I knew that save was coming. <laughs> um, yeah, monster shows up. You're frightened. frightened. You're yeah. you're gonna get frightened. Yep, yep. And but we I mean we ended up figuring we ended up figuring out Basil dropped, but I was I dropped right next to the well, so I think Kaladin or someone like pulled me in. I think or, I pulled you in. Yeah. You know what I was trying to do? Um and it didn't work cuz I didn't hit the monster. So I was trying to hit the monster. Um and then uh <laughs> this is like super like raw. Like just reading, knowing that this is possible because the literal text says it is but use maneuver on you to get you into the well uh you could because oh, the way yeah, it's written yeah. it's that there's no stipulation that says it pre it's prevented by frightened being fright, like some yeah, yeah. condition so that's cool. i was i was trying to hit but i couldn't hit the thing <laughs> like, I, I was trying to shoot the thing and i couldn't hit it which yeah you know yeah and i envisioned he's just gonna blow his fire down the hole and i was thinking oh, okay, gosh I've, I've got the shield so that can cap off everybody yeah there's that and weird moment where i'm laying on top of kaladin upset <laughs> that i can't get down the hole and then he looks at us and then blake doesn't get frightened for some reason i don't have to roll any saves there's a proximity to like there's like a kaladin well no, i think there was like a <laughs> yeah maybe a, maybe that's what it was i wasn't scared because kaladin was with me yeah. or it was like a connection and when with a man the dragon. when a man like that is right next to you and holds you up. You were scared of Kaladin. So like I was more afraid of Kaladin than I was have, of the dragon. Yeah, you I had opposing fears. Yeah. I was supporting you by your Yeah, I know. I was getting, left getting, butt cheek. getting very, very into so it. So like using all your action to get away from Kaladin. He's way too tall for me. You were actually embracing the fear of the mm. monster. So it was two like, negatives and a positive. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think that's what happened. <laughs> but I, th I do think there was like some weird connection that we couldn't really figure out. After I guess if the dragon bites your arm off, you're not afraid of it anymore. <laughs> it's the worst that can happen. You were in his mouth. Noted. <laughs> Noted. So maybe a, a something strategy. Like strategy. Yeah, strategy. Yeah. Strategy moving forward. forward. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Put, put Blake in first. Yeah. I think is the <laughs> moral of the story. Have Blake go first. I'll put that in my Inerto's notebook. Yeah. 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 Maybe maybe it'll Close work in, if you lose like life. a finger, not like a whole limb, but just like a pinky. Just, well, we don't want to risk it. You don't want to risk <laughs> it. Yeah, no, no, you got to get exactly it's, right. It's, yeah. You got to right. get him in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, maybe for time's sake. Um, so we move from there. We go through the tunnels. So we do end up getting out of that situation alive. We move through the tunnels and end up at top with the, uh, at the grotto. 
the remnant. And so we go in to the remnant and there's a couple of interactions. There's one with the dwarves and then there's one with charcuterie. Um, and, and you see, so do you want to talk about that uh, moment with charcuterie? Chester, Chester cheese. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm never expecting to run into other Aramistians in the, in the world. I don't know why I still haven't gotten to that point where I'm like, Oh yeah, there, there are more of these people in, in the world. Cause I kind of just think of Erdo as the solo rogue Aramistian that's gone away and questions the order and things like that. So when I run into somebody, um, I don't really know how to handle them. And, and am I, am I really a brother or am I, uh, like an apostate or am I like, how much do I talk to them? How much yeah. am I allies with them? How much do I really believe the same as them? Things like that. Yeah. Mm. Deep. You weren't there. Were you in that session? Mm-hmm. You were in that session. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember <clears throat> if we walked up together. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was Kaladin and Fen, and then the how many elves were there? It was like two or three. We didn't really get any information though, right? Where is she? Where is she? <laughs> those those were the Keeblers, right? The yeah. Keeblers, yes. Yeah. Different order. Yeah. <laughs> but great, great bakers. The, I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember us getting. Um, the I I think we when we asked we we about your or when you asked about your mother i think it was just of like a tale like it wasn't something where we got concrete information yeah because of course we've heard of you know this but that wasn't the initial initial interaction though you asked and you got nothing and there was like you had to ask like multiple times to get an insight check to figure (laughs) out if they actually knew anything that's right yeah, and then, and then you mentioned. I think didn't you mention Thalanil? Yes, at one point, they, and, and we're we, like, "Ooh, you know Thalanil." Mm-hmm. That's what started driving the story. It was the and Thalanil the conversation. conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we found out a bunch about because Thalanil split off, started his own group to go track down what may have or may not happened to Raelia. We, we may have learned something in that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys learned a lot. We learned. We learned a lot. I, I just gave my notes to Derek, so he just. I just wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt so that he could. He well, I imagine in the story also, Thalanil had just come through nice. Westline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So he probably would have tied up with or made contact with the remnant. So he was probably there just days before us. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 They kind of like started talking about, well, yeah, Thalanil split off to go track down. He was tired of elves just submitting to the throne and wanted to do his own thing. And. Mm-hmm. Track down what happened to Raylia. And like, oh, you Where do know she? her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a. I, I, I get the benefit of like watching these scenes play out. So rather than like being in them and having to think through what to say and yeah. process everything, it's just, right. oh, it's just get to watch it. Well, all right. So we. Did you. Is there anything that we learned about that? interaction with charcuterie that was meaningful or impactful with, for you with charcuterie um old jack let's see i can't really remember what we talked about Derek, so do no. you remember the interaction <laughs> with charcuterie yeah. that you can remind him what he learned yeah so it was when um erdo was kind of talking to me about the hand thing i think was that yep, the, yeah that was the we were doing yep. mage hand a little bit uh-huh. um and trying to figure out the bow trying to shoot a bow down the opening yeah and he walks over and he just talks to you about 
but I don't think there was much. Yeah, not much. Like Mage Hand wouldn't have been something that was learned in the Aramistian order. Right. That was that was part of the forbidden knowledge that Erdo would have snuck off and learned mm-hmm. as part of the wizard school. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I have to. I mean, I have to go back and listen. To it. <laughs> it but, was the. I think the initial. He came out when. Um, I th- or he, Anthony, the DM had Campla roll a perception check after Basil sang the song about the scene, mm-hmm. and he saw the dude kind of like stand up, mm-hmm. um, and then you walked over to talk to him mm-hmm. initially, and then you brought him back to talk with Blake or whatever, um, and then we ended up essentially finding out that he was uh, what was he like a paladin or yeah, like a paladin yeah so. Which a paladin, can you cl- like clarify what that means? For so my, my understanding is... For us, because we have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> my what are you, bro? <laughs> my understanding is the, the clerics are people that stay with the order and and kind of devote themselves and go back to the spire. And then the paladins are the people that leave the order and kind of stay in the world and... and I don't know. I, I don't... That's, that's as much as I know yeah. from Anthony about... I think and that's always between from, them. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's cool. So, but when we also ran into the other character and I guess he would have been a paladin as well. So Erdo definitely cannot cross class as a paladin. <laughs> Just <laughs> doesn't mecha- quite mechanically. Have yeah. Strength yet. Yeah. Um, is it a strength? It's a strength based. I think it's strength. Yeah. yeah it'd be strength high in a bunch of different categories for it. Yeah. <laughs> strength and charisma, I think. But, but shoot, I mean, next, next session, it's what? It's I, the I castle, help, right? Blake can help you with charisma, so charisma. Oh, oh like yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Love, next, I love being low charisma <laughs> and push-ups. <laughs> yeah. So we take a long rest, and next session is the castle. So we, uh, well, we, we've well, already they, recorded these, so we uh, we're catching up here. Uh, it's great sessions; they're great listens. Be on the lookout. Uh, until next time. Boo.